I guess as long as we get to go to my number one place this year, I will allow you to go to your number three place. All right. So, <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, that's marriage. Compromise, <laughs> folks. This is the The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 219. In 2001, Argentina had five different presidents in only 10 days. Trump, Sanders, Rubio, Cruz, Clinton. Everyone gets a shot, but only for two days. Go. Coming up with a list of just the top 10 places that we wanted to go can be very hard for people who are indecisive, want to go everywhere, and also very fickle. One day it might be this country is number one. The next it's this new place we hear about somewhere else. Our wanderlust is spurred on. It's very, very, very difficult to narrow it down to just 10 places. But one thing that I am not fickle about is my favorite travel backpack. And this travel backpack is going to come with me to every single country on this top 10 list, as well as many, 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 many other places around the world. That is my Tortuga backpack. And if you are looking for the best travel backpack out there, the one that I highly recommend, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Check them out. They've got three different types of packs over there. They have a regular Tortuga, they have a Tortuga Air, and they also have a day pack. Check that out, tortugabackpacks.com. And when you pick something up, over at TortugaBackpacks.com. Don't forget to use our special promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that will get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is the person who is always number one on my list, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Wow, that's pretty high accolades for me. Well, yesterday you actually told me that I was your best friend. So I'm just returning the favor here, trying to get cheesier and cheesier every podcast as we go. And I am super excited for today's episode because I just got done recording with Nick. We put this podcast out, my good buddy, Nick Hirsch, of the our top 10 favorite cities in the world. We actually gave 20. Each of us gave 10. And now we're going to be doing a list and we haven't conversed about our answers. I would not let Heather tell me her answers. And this is our travel wish list. So these are the 10 places, five each, that we want to go to next in order. So if we could just get picked up right now and be placed in any of these areas, maybe weather is pending. We're not sure on that. These would be the 10 places that we want to travel to next. And anytime that I do a podcast, Heth, with other people, you know, it just spurs on more and more wanderlust. Do you ever feel like your wanderlust wanes or is it constantly just getting worse and worse? Oh, it definitely gets worse and worse because, you know, you talk to other people who have been to a place and they're like, oh, well, now I need to go there. And that wasn't even on my radar. It's definitely like a problem when you become addicted to traveling and addicted to trying out these new places. But the 
places on my list right now, like some of them have been on my list for a long time, like years. And some of them are a little bit newer to my list because I feel like they're trending spots right now and I want to get there. That's interesting. I as well have one in specific that has been on my list since even before I traveled. I always thought I would love this place. But there are a few, and then there's a few that have been on there for a little bit, and then there's two that are brand new. So I go through ebbs and flows where it's like, oh, I really want to go there, but some old mainstays stay on there, and hopefully we'll get to all 10 of these places this year in 2016. Maybe not. We're going to try our best. But as we sit here and record this, we're sitting in Drury, Philadelphia. But tomorrow, Heather, you're leaving Frank. Vancouver, and I am leaving to go to Israel. So we are getting out there finally after being four months at home, which is the longest we've ever spent in Philadelphia in the last five years. We're getting back out on the road, even if it is apart for a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. So we'll record this. But neither one of us are going to any places that are on our list, I don't think. No, I am very excited (laughs) to go to Israel. It wouldn't have made my list, but I'm. it was one of those experiences where I'm heading to Israel for the first time. It's a place that I want to go. It wouldn't have made my top five, probably not even my top 10, but then I'm super excited that I'm getting to go. And a similar thing happened to us, as a lot of people know, with Cape Town last year. And we both were like, well, Cape Town would be pretty cool. And then we went and that ended up as my number one city in the world. So if you haven't listened to the other podcast, spoiler alert, Cape Town's my number one. So, um, you know, sometimes that happens, a place that you're that you're not super excited to go to or it's not on your list, you end up going to and loving. So without further ado... We're going to count down five to one in our top 10 places on our wish list. But I would be remiss if I didn't allow an honorable mention or two, because when we do these lists, that's half the fun is the honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? I only have one. I mean, I'm sure that I could have come up with a lot, but this was originally on my top five list, but it got bumped off. So... My honorable mention is Vietnam, because believe it or not, we have never been to this country, even though we've been to Southeast Asia more times than I can count, but we've just never made it over there. Part of that is because the visa is kind of a nuisance to get, but we definitely need to... Well, with our organizational yeah. patterns, which are nil, um, we can fly to Thailand or fly, um, you know, go into Malaysia, no visa needed, nothing like that. We've tried to go to Vietnam, but we just haven't been able to get visa in time. It requires a little bit of planning, which is not really our forte all the time. All right. So Vietnam, an honorable mention. I also held my honorable mentions to one because after Whoa. my top 20 cities podcast where I name drop every city basically I had been to, <laughs> decided to keep the honorable mention to one. And I'm impressed. This is the only place on my list that I have been to before. So all these did not have to be new places. We, oh, we said that wow. they didn't have to be. Really? Um, but for me, this is the only one that, that we've been to before, but we've only spent a little bit of time there. And that is Berlin in mm. Germany. And so it's an honorable mention because I'm dying to go back. I loved it so much when we were there, as did you. I think that if we went back... I would love it even more. So I'm very excited. It's also a place that we're planning on going back to in June or in July of 2016. So that's why it didn't make my top five because I've been mm-hmm. and we're planning on going back. But that was a fantastic country. That's the place that I've been to that I want to spend more time in because I think it could really fly up my rankings of awesome places. Well, I must have not been paying attention when we talked about the rules of this particular podcast. I didn't realize that we could mention places that we've been to before. And so I'm going to break the rules even more by adding another honorable mention, which would be 
island hopping in Croatia because that is my dream trip right now to get a boat and just go to all the islands down the coast of Croatia. Especially in nasty Philadelphia winter. Oh, I could see why that awful. would be um, on the list. All right, so the rules we made up 10 okay. minutes ago, so maybe you didn't get the memo about the rules. <laughs> Let's get into our top 10, five each. I don't know what you're going to say. I- I'm really excited because I... I know some things have been on your list, but as we said, it's ever-changing. So give me your number five. Okay. I will give you my number five, which I think is pretty new to my list and will probably surprise you as it is part of the world that you love and hold dear to your heart. Eastern Europe? Yes. All right. I can't guess of where this is going to be, but I'm very excited. I'll go on this trip with you. Okay. So it's Hungary, but mostly Budapest. I have seen photographs of the city. It looks absolutely stunning. I really, really want to go to Budapest. Well, this is perfect because I was going to put that on my list. So, you know, we said there's rules. There's not really rules. I'm going to cheat a little bit. My number five, this dovetails right into my number five, Krakow in Poland. I really, same thing. I, I love Eastern Europe and Krakow, as it is explained to me, is like the new Prague, right? Where it's cheap, it's fun. There's a good backpacker vibe, but there's plenty to see. It's beautiful, good food. So it's everything that I really enjoy in a country that I've never been to. And also then you start to get further out into that Eastern European vibe. You know, we've never been that far east, really. Like we've been to Slovakia and things like that. But Budapest and Krakow seem even a little more Eastern European than that. So when you go over to Budapest, I'll hang out with you. We can go there and then we'll just head on right up to Krakow. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. All right, there. We got it. We got our next trip planned right away. All right. So that's our number fives. Yours is Budapest. I'll hop on that. You want to go to Krakow? You, you'd be fine with that? I mean, sure. The new Prague? Yeah, I, that sounds good to me. All right. Number four. Wow, that was quick. We just ran right through those fives. All right. My number four is kind of cheating a little bit because it's actually two countries, but it's a region. Totally fine. Totally fine. I'll do that later. So I really want to go to Patagonia, which is technically in Argentina, which I'm dying to go to, and in Chile. Chile. So I want to go to Argentina because I think it's exotic. It's cool. It has so many amazing places to visit like Mendoza. You get the wine country. You get Buenos Aires, which is an amazing city. You get like nature, the mountains. It's just I really, really want to go. And I just have seen pictures of Patagonia and the mountains and the lakes and everything. It just it's like nothing we've ever seen before in any other country. So I am so far very pleasantly yeah. surprised. I like how this podcast is going. I am very pleasantly surprised. This could have made or break us, right? Like we could have totally <laughs> disagreed and been now we're traveling solo yeah. for the next two years. I very impressed. Um, that will be coming up really? at some point on my I list. Because I thought well. you said there would not be any crossover with these lists. Well, I didn't think there would be. She asked me if there'd be any crossover and uh, if we should talk about it beforehand. I said, no, 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 there'll be no crossover. But pleasantly surprised with your choice. I guess we're more in line with each other than we thought. For my number four, I'm going to stay in South America, but we're going to go a little north and we're going to head to Colombia. Obviously. And um, this is a country that... 
wasn't on my list two years ago, but two years is a lifetime when it comes to our travel habits. So I consider this, you know, a, a little bit of an old timer. I've wanted to head to Colombia since I've been hearing some pretty pretty good things about it uh, two three years ago. Um, Medellin, in particular, Cartagena. Um, the more I hear about it, the more people who go that I know who go come back and rave about it. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about it. The weather is fantastic. You know, again, it's cheap. It, it ticks all the boxes for me. You know, you have beaches and stuff like that. If you head up north, you have a really cool, fun, vibey city in Medellin. You have great food. You have uh, great people. And and again, the weather, uh, that's a big thing. Maybe it's because we're sitting here in Philadelphia during the winter. But for me, weather is always an important consideration with where I'm traveling. If I had my way, I would just follow the spring and summer all the time. And, um, you know, they say the land of the eternal spring um, there in Colombia. So that sounds perfect to me. So I really cannot wait to get there. Plus, I've watched a lot of I've watched uh, Narcos, that Netflix series. I've ran through that uh, first season. So that always intrigued me, even though it's not still like that. I think that's the cool part about going is, you know, a little bit of the fun part is that it would scare people on Facebook who didn't know. It'd be like, you're going to Columbia, isn't that a drug uh, war zone? And it'd be like, no, that was, you know, we're talking 10, 15 years ago. So now much yeah. more dangerous to go to Venezuela. So I'm on board. South America. Yeah, Let's go to Columbia. totally. Yeah. So my number five, like Budapest is like a recent addition to my list. Argentina and Chile have kind of been floating around there. My number three is also, I think, relatively new to my list just because people are going to this destination quite frequently. A lot of it is because of the airline deals that go through this country. Can you guess what it is? Um, well, I'm going to guess... I mean, it's a Scandinavian country. I'm guessing Norway. No, I'm talking Iceland because oh, of man. the airfares that they stop over in Reykjavik and stuff like that. So I, I totally am, Iceland would would be on my list. Had but I you forgot. Had I remembered it. <laughs> yeah, I just people are going to Iceland. I want to be part of that group that's been there. It. Like the scenery in that country. Again, it's the same with my wanderlust for wanting to go to Patagonia and Argentina. It is so unlike anything I have ever seen anywhere in the world, the pictures that I see of Iceland. I mean, it's so stunning. They have like those liquidy blue pools and like the snow and the just, it seems really exotic in a, in a different way. Like I, my exotic ideas used to be like Southeast Asia, like Myanmar and jungly. And now I'm all into this like outdoorsy mountain climbing whatever nature type stuff whenever i hear iceland i just think secret life of walter mitty <laughs> uh, which is you know a pretty good movie yeah, actually like and movie. the scenery is stunning and uh, man i did not think about iceland agreed i'm totally on board iceland air is doing a thing as heather was mentioning where if you've if you get a ticket on Iceland Air, let's say you're flying from anywhere in the States like uh, New York and you're flying over to Europe, um, they allow you to have a free stopover in Iceland, I think, up to seven days, which is awesome. Like, what a way to either start or end your European trip. And they're doing a brand new thing. This is crazy where they're, uh, it's called Ice, I guess it's called Iceland Air Buddies. It's their buddy system. And they're, they have employees who shoot these like two or three minute videos of what they're good at cooking, you know, climbing, whatever, what their hobby is. And it's free. You can sign up to 
be with a buddy. So on your stopover, you can be with your buddy and they will show you around Iceland. So it's like your own <laughs> tour guide to Iceland. The Iceland there is doing totally free. Now, I don't know all the stipulations. I don't know like how long you're going to spend with them. I don't know, but it's what a cool idea yeah, for a local more. to show you around, especially a local who loves what you're you know, your hobby or the thing that you want to do. Yeah, even more reason to go. Oh, man, Iceland. And, you know, the for me, one of the main reasons, the fact that the U.S. dollar is doing very well, so it makes Scandinavia, Norway, um, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, it makes those areas, as well as Iceland, reasonably affordable, whereas they can be pretty prohibitively expensive for a lot of people, especially people traveling on a budget. But now... Um, yeah, now's the time to go. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if Norway made your list. It did not. I almost put it on my list because I do really want to go there, especially because our good friend Jason from Zero to Travel now lives there with his wife, whom we love. So, I mean, that is a big selling point to want to visit that country. But I didn't really put it on my list because these other top fives just kind of surpassed yeah, well, it. Well, don't but, tell Jason. But, but only I, marginally. Ra- only marginally. Don't tell Jason. I'd rather do Iceland over Norway right now, too. <laughs> so we've got a lot of traveling ahead of us. My number three is brand new to my list. I did not know about this place, I would say, two weeks ago. What? I, I, I mean, did I know it existed? Sure. But I, it would have not been in my top 1,000 places to go. Wow. I am I, seriously yes, intrigued. Yes. And that is the power that Nick Hirsch has on me. Oh, my God. When word. that guy tells me he likes a place, um, I listen because he's got really good recommendations. And that is Musket Oman. Oh, now well, okay. I should have guessed this because Travis has been talking nonstop about flying to Oman. When I told him that I wanted to go to a certain country, which will be my number one, he's like, oh, well, we can easily just hop over to Oman. And I'm like, mm, they're not close at well, all. All right. Hear, <laughs> hear me out on this. One, Nick highly recommends Musket. He said it's a fantastic city. So for me, again, this is a little bit more about the region. I've never been to the Middle East. You know, it's a huge swath of the world that we've never even touched that I'm fascinated by. Um, not in a fascination where like there are some people who that would be, you know, top of their list before they've been to a lot of other places. Well, maybe not. I think that's kind of the neat thing about it. So many people would never consider it, myself included, before we had done some of this other traveling. I thought, to be honest, I wouldn't have ever thought I wanted to go to the Middle East. But we have done a lot of places that were on our list. And so now this is coming up. And, you know, as Americans, we don't typically look at the Middle East as, as a place to go for tourism, whereas you know, people in Europe and even Aussies and stuff look at it a little more. But every single person I know who has been to Oman or Iran raves about the people. And so it would be just such a different experience, a completely different culture. Musket and Oman are right there. You know, you could hop right over to Iran if you wanted, which, like I said, some of the people I know say it's the friendliest people in the world. So totally different from you know, what we see politically and on the news. And I also, you know, you have Dubai and all that there. So if I was in Muscat, if I was over there in Oman, I would obviously go check out Dubai. But so that's what's kind of cool is I don't have any real desire to go to Dubai on its own. I mean, I think it'd be really neat to see because it's unlike anywhere else in the world. But Muscat is this understated, really neat, cool port city, looks gorgeous, and it would just be a whole different culture and a whole different travel experience than we're used to. So the Middle East as a whole is kind of my number three. But 
you know, like tied in and anchored in by musket and then maybe taking a trip over to Dubai and going up to Iran. I just, I'm fascinated by it because I've never been at all and I don't really know what to expect. And that can't be said about a good amount of places now because we have traveled a lot or we know a lot of people who have been there or we kind of, it might have a similar feel to somewhere else where I don't think this would. Okay, I'm sold. All right. You've convinced me. And you So know, now we just got to get that plane ticket from where you want to go to Omaha. Yeah. And it is cool because, I mean, this is kind of silly to say, but I feel like everybody travels now, so we're not really that unique anymore. Definitely. But going to a place like Oman is kind of like, well, we've been there, so it's kind of like a cool thing to say. Whereas like, oh, saying that we've been to all these other places. I mean, literally, travel is like such a huge industry which is fantastic and you know thailand i think seven eight years ago if we said we went to thailand that would be you know people would be like wow i can't believe you'd be there but now i I just had a buddy of mine ask me have you ever been to thailand i'm like he obviously doesn't listen to the podcast (laughs) and i said yeah we've been there quite a bit and he said oh my friend just went there and this is someone who's not a traveler and i don't know about his friend but it's not like they you know, it's it's someone I didn't expect to have a friend who would go to Thailand, but that just shows you the world is opening up. Um, it's a much easier to get places, as we all know. It's places are safer. You know, it's easy to get information on them. So, yeah, Thailand, for good reason, is kind of a lot of people go there. And so, yeah, I want to get a little more off the beaten path. I want to keep pushing out a little more. And um, the Middle East would do that and it would push our comfort zone a little bit, but still doing you know, being there and, and going somewhere that's highly recommended by people that I know. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I'm on board now. So I guess as long as we get to go to my number one place this year, I will allow you to go to your number three place. All right. So, <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, that's marriage. Compromise, <laughs> folks. Okay. So my number two, I don't think will be that surprising because it's been on my list for a super long time. And that is the country of Greece. But this is one country I mentioned in in our other podcast about Japan, about like maybe avoiding summer. Well, Greece is the place I would want to go to in the summer, or at least like right near summer, like May or September, because it's still pretty nice in that part of the world during those months, because it's all about the islands and the beach and the that whole warm type of a vacation or a trip. So I'm just dying to go to Athens because I know that that like being, you know, someone who's interested in history and seeing all of that culture and the ruins there, I think that would be a really cool experience. And then I just immediately want to go to Santorini or Mykonos or whatever and just, you know, kind of island hop or even stay on one island for like a week. It just, it's so stunning, the pictures that you see. Not on my list, but anything with... I just can't with, believe it's not on your list. Like, do you know what it looks like? Here's... He didn't let me finish. <laughs> Again, marriage. A microcosm here. Greece, not on my list. But anytime you say island hopping, I, that's all you have to say. And yes, I, I agree with you that I think Greece is a place for me that I've heard so much about and I've known about that it's almost become kind of blasé. Like... Not in a, and we've never been, so that's funny to say. But it's it's always been a place that I wanted to yeah, go. Well, it's always been popular, of course. It's always been popular, and so like it kind of gets pushed out of my mind by these new things, like going to Oman, which I wouldn't have thought of a week and a half ago. But yeah, I mean, awesome food, beautiful weather, some of the most gorgeous water and and towns and villas. 
that you can imagine. Like, why the heck not? I'm, yeah, we've got, oh, man, we better stop recording podcasts and just start traveling because we got to catch up here. There's a lot to see and do. I will certainly allow you to go to Greece and I will come with you. I will oh, escort well, you to Greece. thank you very much. My number two place that already got mentioned, uh, specifically Buenos Aires, but Argentina as a whole. And again, of course, this, so this has been my number one for, really since I started traveling. But it's been bumped to number two? Well, oh yeah, I guess. Well, Sorry, Argentina, you've been bumped. Um, it's been at the top of my list for a long, long time. Why we haven't got there, I mean, there's a lot of stories and reasons why. It's just, we've never, we've never touched the continent of South Af- uh, America, actually. We've never even touched the continent yet of Central America. So for those of you who think like, oh my gosh, wow, these are seasoned travelers. Like, sorry to burst that bubble. We travel a lot, but we've never even touched huge areas of the world. And A, I, w- I want to go to South America because I think that that culture really speaks to me. It's something I really like. I love the vibe, the laid back attitude. Buenos Aires in particular have always just heard amazing things about. And um, I just think it would fit right in with what we like doing. Again, steak and wine and fun laid back atmosphere uh, yeah i'm so with that but on top of buenos aires really the country i always said that i wanted to go to was uruguay and montevideo even more than argentina now so I, i've kind of just kind of i i'm just combining lumping them, them together because you're not going to go to uruguay and not go to argentina right or vice versa they're right there so we can easily hit both of them we can go to montevideo and uruguay um see kind of a less touristed country than argentina Pop over to Argentina, do Buenos Aires, as you mentioned, Patagonia, the Salinas Grande salt flats, um, Mendoza for the wine. Uh, you know, we'll just tie this into your trip. We'll just keep going over to Chile and then yeah. we'll do that whole three country run right through there. Perfect. Um, to me, it's always held this like allure. And I know now it's totally not off the beaten path, not like my number three, Oman, and my number one. I don't care. I want to get to Buenos Aires. Yeah, well, I feel the same way about Argentina and also about Greece. Like, I know that it's popular to go there, but it's just one of those places that's it's so beautiful. It's like Paris, right? I mean, obviously, you have to go to Paris because it's so beautiful and it's popular for a reason. Well, that's why I want to go to Greece. My <laughs> only my only reservation with going down to Argentina, not the Zika virus. Not, I mean, that is a reservation at this point. Hopefully, by the time people listen to this in the future are listening to it, like, they'll be like, what's that? And it won't be an issue. But is that it, I have such high expectations. I'm a little worried because as fickle as I am, and you guys know I'm fickle because you're listening to me say, like, number three wasn't even on my list on my radar uh, two weeks ago. If a country like an area, Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Uruguay, if that has been on my list for this long, I've built it up and I'm just hoping it lives up to my expectations. I'm sure it will. It's a whole country. It's a whole country. There's a lot to see and do. We should be all right. Okay. Leading to your number one, which is the only one that I actually knew ahead of time because, man, I cannot get you to shut up about this place. (laughs) And this was a place that was really high on my list. But again, like Greece, I think I've just heard so much about it that I... I I, mean, you've heard so much about it because I'm always nagging you to go here. And and I always say... And I'm super excited to do it. I just... It's not new and fresh to me, but go ahead. Tell us. I mean, yeah, at this point, it doesn't feel new and fresh to me because we talk about it so much, but we still have never been here. And that is the country of Morocco. I have 
always wanted to go to Morocco. I have always loved We've everything. We've seen Morocco from the Rock of Gibraltar. That's true. That's true. And we were so close four years ago or three years ago, whenever that was. But um, we just didn't make it over there because we were, you know, at the time going through Spain and Portugal and we just didn't have the time to to Wah. go down to Morocco. Poor but, us. Poor us. I know. But no, I mean, when I was when I was younger and I would see like, you know, pictures of Morocco or like the the markets, the souks, as they call them in Morocco and they, the whole style aesthetic there of the Moroccan interior design and the, you know, the fashion that comes from that country. Before I even knew it was Morocco, I knew that I loved it. And I mean, I'm talking about like when I was a teenager in my 20s. So then when I learned more about the world and I was like, oh, well, this is Morocco and this is where I want to go. And so it has been a long time coming and I hope we make it there this year because seriously, like Marrakesh and Fez and the, the deserts and the safaris that you can do and you can camp outside and then you can go to all of these beautiful, I mean, like the architecture and the the tile work and the food. I mean, just, I don't understand what could possibly be bad about going to Morocco. There's nothing, <laughs> I guess. I, and I'm super, our, our plan is to go to Morocco in April. So I am super excited about that. It, you know, we just, it's funny how our mind works with these lists where I've just thought about going for so long and it's kind of been almost just a fact that we will get there because I really wanted to go, let's say five years ago, and then you really wanted to go. And now you still really want to go. And, you know, as do I, it's just like, okay, I'm going to get there. So in my mind, it's, yeah, it's not as exotic as I think it will be when we get there because it will be different from anywhere we've been. And so I, you know, hearing you talk about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I'm, I'm excited to go to Morocco. So, um, I did know that was your number one, not because we talked about it ahead of time. We didn't cheat in that way, guys, but because, uh, it couldn't not have been Heather's number one. <laughs> Although I am a little surprised that uh, Peru and Machu Picchu haven't made the list. Well, again, for the same reason that Morocco didn't make your list, that we've been planning to do Peru. It's like a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion that we will be doing it. And kind of because like I, we're not going to do it right now, just because we were going to do it in February. And then we actually researched it and there's all these mudslides remember and like, pl planning not our yeah, strong planning suit. not our strong suit so like in december we're like oh i guess we should book tickets to peru and then we read like february is the worst time to climb machu picchu so anyway we're not going there as of right now but we will be going there so i kind of bumped it off my list to make room for all these yeah. other ones yeah with one with this wanderlust disease it's hard to make a list of five and we didn't want to crush you guys with honorable mentions Awesome. Morocco. Sounds great. We've got a pretty fun time ahead of us. We got to get to my number one. I'm just I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm, I'm just to going think of what it could be. Again, this is a newbie. OK, so give this, me a clue. This is a newbie. I'm going to read you this straight from the wiki travel page. <laughs> Blank is a land with a magnificent history and unparalleled natural beauty. Archaeologists have found the oldest traces of wine production 8,000 BC in blank. Even many world travelers unfortunately get precious little exposure to this stretch of land between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. However, this is changing drastically. This is the country, not the state, of Georgia. And oh. again, a Nick Hirsch special. I thought you were, were going to say Jordan for some it, reason. If you don't know Nick, he is uh, my, one of my best friends since elementary school. He came on and did a few episodes with us just recently. Our top 
10 or top 20 cities, two episodes. You want to listen to that. Uh, we also did a European one, which was really fun. He loves Georgia. He, he put the idea of going to Georgia in my mind about two and a half years ago. And since then, it's been building. It's been building all the way to now where it's number one. And wow, I just, I, anyone I've talked to, so I, I can't remember who it was, so I apologize if you're listening to this. I got a few emails from people after I'd mentioned going to Georgia in a podcast, we're talking about a year, year and a half ago, of people talking about how fantastic it was. So I feel like Georgia is one of those places that anyone who has gone, it just like grabs a hold of them and holds a special place in their heart because it, it is somewhat unknown, but it's so incredible to them. So I feel like there's this really loyal people who've been to Georgia. It's like, yeah, yeah, like they get into it. If you're one of those people, tweet me at Pack of Peanuts. Just let me know that you've been to Georgia and maybe why I should go. Or if conversely, you you maybe don't didn't like Georgia, let me know why. I'd love to hear that because I've only ever heard amazing things. I think that Wiki Travel, that first paragraph says it all. I mean, you're right there. You've got the amazing mountains. You're right there on the Black and Caspian Sea. Like, again, a region that I've never been to that I would love to go to that gets highly recommended. Amazing food. That's what kind of started this all two weeks ago. Maybe this is why it's number one is because Nick said that some of the best food he's ever had in his life is Georgian food. Really? And so this Caucasus region, like I've always been kind of intrigued by Azerbaijan. I read a book when I was like in college about Baku and, you know, it sticks out in the Caspian Sea. It's just this area that I've never been to. Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Armenia, like I don't really know what to expect. And I think it's pretty off the beaten path, but pretty, pretty cool. So, I mean, we're talking like way Eastern Europe, basically like its own little area down there. So I just, I'm intrigued. And if it has good food and unparalleled natural beauty, as I mean, Wiki Travel does not lie. Oh, I know. All right. Well, let's see if we can hit all these 10 places in 2016. I don't know if it's going to be possible. Yeah. So the country of Georgia, my number one, Morocco, your number one. Let's just run through the list really quick in case people forgot. Honorable mention, Berlin, Germany, number five for me, Krakow, Poland, four, Colombia, the country. Um, Not like Columbia, South Carolina. Um, number three, <laughs> if anyone was thinking that, I don't know why I they would. Yeah. Number okay. three, Muscat, Oman. <laughs> number two, Buenos Aires, Argentina, and kind of that whole region with Uruguay and Montevideo over um, through Argentina. And number one, Georgia, the country. Okay. And my honorable mentions, Vietnam, and then the island hopping in Croatia, which I threw in at the last minute. My number five, Hungary, specifically Budapest. Number four, Patagonia, including, but not limited to, Argentina and Chile. (laughs) Number three, Iceland. Number two, Greece. And number one, Morocco. There you go, guys. You have seen that we can be swayed very easily by other people's opinions. So if you want to let us know what's on your top 10 wish list, or you want to sway us to go to a certain place that we haven't mentioned, or sway us to bump one up, or anything. This is all about opinions. And that's why it's fun because we want to hear your opinion. Let us know. You can email me, trav at extrapackofpeanuts.com. But the easiest two ways is to leave a comment on the show notes here that you can get at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. Let us know your top five places or again, where we should go if you've been to one of these you know, or recommendations in these places because a lot of these we don't know that much about. Like I specifically don't want to do a lot of research. So let us know. Um, and the best way, leave it on the show notes or 
tweet me at pack of peanuts. I've, there's been a lot of Twitter activity recently. People tweeting me who listen to the podcast. I really appreciate that. I'm really digging Twitter. It's a really great way to connect with people. So tweet me at pack of peanuts. What's your wish list? What should be higher? What should be lower? Where should we go? Again, make a compelling argument. It doesn't even have to be that compelling. Again, I didn't know Muscat Oman existed really before two weeks ago. So, um, really appreciate that, guys. Let us know what your stuff is. Sounds good. Yeah, so thank you for listening today. A quick shout out to our sponsors, Tortuga Backpacks. We've got a lot of traveling ahead of us if we're going to hit all these countries. So we'll be taking our Tortuga Backpacks around the world. If you want to find a good travel backpack, carry-on size, head to tortugabackpacks.com. Use a promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That will get you 10% off your entire order. And if you haven't listened to the Top 20 Cities episode that Nick and I do together, if you liked this list, that is one that you probably want to dig into as well. Because again, we're just listing places we've been and talking about why they're awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you as always. Oh, I should mention, I totally forgot. The only reason we can do all this traveling right? It's because we're location independent. We've built up a business that allows us to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. So if you're listening to this for the first time, you're like, what the heck? Why can they go everywhere? Um, You want the same type of lifestyle? Tune in. We've got a brand new podcast. Since you like podcasts, um, it's called Location Indie, I-N-D-I-E, that Jason from Zero to Travel and I do together. He's also location independent. Uh, We touch on travel. We touch on how to build business, stuff like that, on the lifestyle and the realities of this lifestyle because it's great, but there are some obstacles. So we dig into that. And you can also check out our community, locationindie.com. Sign up for the email newsletter list there. You'll get a bunch of free goodies. And then um, if you like what we do, maybe you'll hop in and be a part of that community. That'd be really cool. So um, location independence for the win. Absolutely. Thank you guys for the continued support as always for making us the number one rated podcast on iTunes. And Heather? Until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you Paris soon. Oh